Hey there, and welcome to Unplug and Reboot. I am your host, Karen Saggio. This is a podcast for people who want to dedicate time and techniques to really understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of life. It's a mix of the things I believe and have learned from mentors, colleagues, books, and life experiences. I will focus on the here and now, living in the present, finding the positive in things, and share some insight on just how powerful our minds can be. I hope you'll join me often for some down and dirty, often funny practices and practical advice that I believe can help promote positivity and joy. It is my hope that through this podcast, I can inspire you to live the best version of yourself. Now let's get started. Welcome to the brand spanking new Unplug and Reboot podcast. I am your host, Karen Saggio. And not the Karen meme Karen, but the nicer Karen. And most Karens I know are nice too. I know it can be so frustrating that they use our name to classify the complaining, ask for the manager, Karen, and all about me, me, me. Well, don't let it get to you because Karen is the manager. Ha! Take that, all you Karen referencers. I don't even know if referencers is a word, but take that anyway. Now, let me share a little about me and touch base on some of the things or practices that we will discuss in the upcoming podcast episodes. So launching this podcast was really something out of my comfort zone. Have any of you ever done anything out of your comfort zone? It is scary. Scary as shit. You are so doubtful of yourself. You come up with a hundred reasons why not to do it. You put yourself down. You start self-sabotaging. You run into the imposter syndrome. And for those of you that don't know what imposter syndrome is, Don't confuse it the way I confused it when I used to first hear it referenced. And I used to think imposter syndrome, someone being an imposter about you. And I thought that didn't make any sense. But what an imposter syndrome is, is actually within yourself, your self-doubt tricking you to believe that you're not worthy or you're not capable of doing something. They're the imposter because the real you is dying to come out. Well, it was a fast and furious ride. Yet I fought the resistance, that strong resistance to not do it, to procrastinate. Like the great Steve Pressfield says, the stronger you feel that resistance, the more you are supposed to be doing it. If you're not familiar with Steve Pressfield, please check him out. He's a really great motivational kind of speaker, but his theories are very practical and make so much sense. At least they did to me. One of my favorite authors and my favorite book, one of my favorite books, was the art of war, or the war of art. Check it out if you can. Now here's a little bit about me. Although I have a degree in psychology, positive psychology being my favorite, I have worked in just about every avenue except psychology. Isn't that like the norm? All these young college students come out of school and they don't even get the job and the degree that they're doing? Well, I fell exactly into that. I have been fortunate enough, though, to work in several capacities, specializing in customer service, retail office and procurement management, and even education. This has allowed me the opportunity to learn and grow. More importantly, along the way, I acquired mentors, worked with really smart and highly successful people, most of which I still call my friends today. I have listened to countless experts, I have read countless books, and I have also just recently started some seminars that since COVID, which is a positive of COVID, Everything became very digitalized, and a lot of the seminars were offered for free, which I took full advantage of. But I feel that all of this has led me to a better understanding of myself and a sincere love of others. 
I truly believe that the more we learn from each other, the better off we will be. Part of the why of this podcast. Before COVID, I used to give a seminar or a speech at my niece's school. And it was for professional day. And so I started off, I always started off about my profession and my job and how I got there and, you know, the different trials and tribulations that brought me to where I was or brought me to each job that I held. But I always spun it and I always turned it into a positive, motivational, how to feel good about yourself lecture. And it was amazing that every time I left those seminars, each one that I spoke, each class that I spoke for, I would feel fantastic. I would be flying high and feeling so good about myself. And I knew deep down inside that that was something I was supposed to be doing. Whether it was to lecture for middle school and high school kids or to just share those tactics and techniques that I found from other experts and some created on my own just to work together and form this great combination of techniques and practices that help me stay positive for look, not everyone can be happy one hundred percent of the time. I often hate that question or that statement, I should say. What do you want in life? I just want to be happy. Really? Well, we all just want to be happy. But it's impossible to be happy 100% of the time. It's even really hard to be positive 100% of the time. But you can make it a habit. You can teach your brain some mental toughness so that you find the good in everything. And what I have found that when I find the good in everything, it then allows me to not feel so disappointed or depressed, for lack of better word, in a situation, especially situations that I can't control. I really, truly believe if you can't change the outcome, if you can't change what has just happened, it is not worth the time or the energy to get stressed out about it. What can you do going forward? What can you do at that present moment to help the situation alleviate? All of our life experiences is a story to grow from, to turn it into something good. The way we use our words effectively inspire us, and it's like a combination of everything mushed together, because I truly believe that what you think becomes what you say, what you say becomes what you feel. It's this massive brain power. I used to tell the kids at the lectures that I named my brain. So I don't know if any of you have ever heard of Ed Milet. He said something at a seminar that I watched and I thought, oh my God, I do that. I do that. I, I was so proud that I had my own version of what Ed Milet does because he's so, he's an expert. So what I do is I name my brain. I know it sounds silly, but my brain's name is Penny. And the reason that I do this is because I control her. It gives me the power over my thoughts. And so often our thoughts engross us or overpower the logic or the practicality of things, and it exaggerates it. So what happens is when I get those thoughts that I don't want, that are often unpractical or just don't make sense or extorted, I then say to myself, Penny, knock it off. And excuse me for cursing here, but I often say, Penny, shut the fuck up. And by saying that to myself, I nip it in the butt, I stop and I pause for a moment, and I reboot. I reboot and I regroup my thoughts and I take control of them. So Ed Milet's version is he visually scratches a piece of paper 
And uh, that paper is the thought that he doesn't want to have. And he visibly scratches it in his mind, in his mind's eye. And how fabulous is because it's kind of the same concept of what I'm doing. I tell it to stop. I've named it so that I have the power over it. Give it a shot. I mean, it may work for you and it may not. And that's the whole point of this podcast. I want to send out nuggets and niblets of these little pieces and find the one that works for you. Take a little bit of everything you hear and put it together until it comes up with the perfect combination that works for you. So I mentioned visualization with Ed Milet's version of brain power, and I really firmly believe that that's another good technique. You know, if you visualize it, but truly visualize it, it's the same with people that meditate. The reason that they're meditating is that they're putting themselves at peace and they're visualizing a beach and they're visualizing tranquility. Well, it's the same concept in anything that it is that you want to do. For instance, I visualized this podcast 10 years ago. I just never went after it. I visualized myself on the Hoda show or Hoda and I'm sorry, I can't think of her name, Jen Bush. And I put myself in that chair. As a matter of fact, I often dream of Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. We party together all the time. And I'm not quite sure what that has to do with this. But the point is that I can visualize these things that bring joy to me or that put me in a position of just feeling good about myself. And that's the same kind of technique that experts will tell you to do affirmations, words of affirmations. Put little signs on your mirror that says, that read, you are beautiful. Put little notes in your pocket that when you pull them out, it says, you are the best. You know, things that remind you to pay attention to you. Self-care, to really take the time for yourself. Unplug and think about the things that bring you joy. And don't be afraid to go after them. It's normal to be afraid, and I am afraid every time I have to publish a new podcast, but I do it, and after it's done, it's fantastic. The greatest move that you can ever make is to trust your inner desire, to trust your gut. And I attribute that to the last seminar that I saw where Jamie Kern Lima brought on, you know, so many great speakers. Robbins, Mel Robbins was there. Tony Robbins was there. There was a lot of Robbins there, so now that I think of it, even Robin Roberts. Oh, okay, so there's a lot of R's, I should say. But I believe that energy is a habit, that once you train your brain and you acquire that feeling of just finding the good in everything, if you get into a car accident, it sucks. It royally sucks. But if you walk out of that car and you can look at the dent that you just found on your car, you're in good shape. If you are diagnosed with something that's very serious, you're still alive. It's a struggle and it's a fight, but there is a brighter side because things can always be worse. And that mentality, that training of my brain keeps me going, keeps me positive. I often disengage from people in my circles that complain often or are very negative because it really just stimulates a part of me that I'm not into and I dismiss it. I excuse it. So I often don't keep them in a tight circle because I get nervous that it's going to be contagious to me. Like I feel that the opposite is true, that positivity is contagious. Sometimes you need to begin with the end in mind. Think about the end result before you do something. 
and which one brings you more joy? Like one of the reasons I had to push myself this time was because I weighed the big picture and I said, what is going to be more bothersome to me? If I do this and fail, if I get crickets or zero subscribers or zero of people, you know, who are into it, or if I never tried it. And when I was truly honest with myself, I realized that if I never tried this, I would be on my deathbed saying, you never did what you wanted to do. You never amounted to anything. And I didn't want to be there. I want to be able to say I tried and failed and I'll try again. That's the goals that I had set for myself. And I hope to inspire that in you. Look, I'm not promising massive solutions and I'm not claiming to be an expert. I am by far an expert in anything for that matter, but I'm not looking to be an expert. I'm just looking to share things with you that I hope will help you begin a journey of self-development, self-improvement, to truly just be a better version of yourself. I also want to, from time to time, interview people who will be able to share something that I hope can help you along the way as well, topics that you may have even experienced yourself. I will touch on topics that are sensitive, topics that make you cry, and topics that make you laugh. I may curse often, which I apologize in advance, but I have been known to have the mouth of a truck driver. It's very hard for me not to curse at times. I don't know why I possess that personality trait, but it's not often a good one because some people don't really appreciate it, so I apologize if you don't like it. But I would even love to share your story or touch on ideas you may have. You can reach me at unplugreboot at gmail. Anytime, shoot me an email. Let me know what you're thinking, what you'd like to hear about. If you have a story to tell, you know, we'll talk, interview each other and see if it's a good fit. I really do hope that these podcasts will inspire you and help you on your self-development to become the best version of yourself. Well, I'm so happy that Unplug and Reboot is off the ground and that you are listening. I am looking forward to sharing more. Till we meet again. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Unplug and Reboot podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To share your ideas or be a guest on the show, email me at unplugreboot at gmail. Together we can care more, do more, and be more. I hope you'll join me again soon. Till next time.